911, what's your emergency? She's gone, she's gone. Someone, someone took her. Sir, you need to calm down. I can't calm down. Someone kidnapped Lola. I walked into the room, expecting to see her, and she was gone. Can you give me a description of Lola? Well, uh, she's white, tie-dye spots, two inches tall, a great cuddler. Did you say two inches tall? Yeah, she's two inches tall, but on a good day, maybe three. Sir, I need you to calm down. I need you to give me an accurate description of Lola. I am telling you everything I know. I'm giving you the truth. Wait a minute. Is Lola Beanie Boo? Duh. Sir, can you give me your location? 275 Common Street. Dispatch is on their way. That's actually a very exciting find, forensically speaking. They're making letters, cutting out magazines, and they name themselves the Joker. It's definitely an exacto knife. I can tell you that. This couldn't just be anyone. We're, we're dealing with a highly skilled person. Lola is safe for now, dot, dot, dot. One Point Perspective, in association with Walpole High Film Festival, presents Boonapt 2, Llama Drama. I'm Mr. Allen. And I'm Mr. Conley. And we're your hosts. So we'd like to take a moment now to update our listeners on uh, what happened with the boonappings of 2019. So it ended up the Jujubee crew, uh, main culprit, Chris Riley, was behind the boonappings of 2019. And uh, we have him here in studio with us to, uh, to talk about what happened and what was going through his head at that dark, dark point of his life. Uh, yeah, so hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me. I think it's important that I kind of get to clear my chest and uh, you know, just make sure it's known that I'm innocent in this. Because uh, last year, it was, it was an interesting point in my life. Uh, I came back from filming one day, and fortunately, I saw my backpack was nuggeted. And um, it's never happened to me before. It was, it was a strange feeling that uh, consumed me when I saw my backpack was nuggeted. It was a rage that came over me, and first thing I thought of was boonapping. So I did it. Last year was me, and I, th- I mean, I kind of... I thought about things over, I solved the problems going on in my head, and I gave the boo back the night of the red carpet. And It should be noted, yeah, he did willingly hand over the boo safely and has gone to months of rehabilitation at the uh, Boo Napping Center in Needham, Massachusetts. Um, and we're glad to have him back. Um, now... It's interesting that last year started with nuggeting. And this year, we know that there was one case of nuggeting. Yeah, there was a case of nuggeting in a film class. Two backpacks were actually nuggeted on the same crew. I believe Cucamelon was the victim of this nuggeting. And uh, it's still unsolved to this day. No one knows. Because 
Cucamelon's director is Paul Vazella, who was also on Jujubee. So I wonder if there's a connection to this year's boonapping and last year's. So, so that was you in the 911 call at the beginning of the episode. Uh, can you tell us what was going through your mind when you realized that you were now on the receiving end of a boonapping? Well, yeah, absolutely. I was on the receiving end, and it was... I, I kidnapped before. I boonapped before. And it is the complete opposite feeling of what happened to me when I realized my boo was napped. I mean, it was heartbreak. It was anger. It was confusion. Just overall chaos in my mind. Just I didn't know what to think. Don't know why anyone would do that to me. And, and one thing that, I mean... You uh, clearly were in a different space last year. One thing I will like to point out to our viewers, uh, you know, Chris is a a good kid, and those boos were returned healthy and happy. They were clearly well taken care of. Now, how do you feel? Do you think that whoever is in charge of Lola right now, like, what's just going through your mind? I'm extremely worried about the, the nature of my boo. I'm just... This person is going to great lengths to top what I did last year. They've made an email. They're making letters, cutting out magazines, and they name themselves the Joker. And I'm not going to say anything about that, but if you've seen the movie Joker, calling yourself that, that says something, okay? You got something a little off in your head, all right? So I don't know what to think about that. So I'm concerned. We're all concerned. As Chris had mentioned, the person behind these boonappings had put in a tremendous amount of work constructing these letters taunting the crews. We wanted to take a deeper look at what went into making these letters. So we brought in our art expert, Miss Kate Engels, to help us decipher what's going on with these letters. Welcome to our podcast, Kate. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, so we uh, received the first, I guess we'll call it a ransom note. Uh, It was addressed to Pomelo, and it reads, Hello, Lola is safe for now, dot, dot, dot. Signed, the Joker. Now, for those listeners out there, there will be a picture of this on our website soon. Um, But it should be noted that this note is constructed in typical ransom note style, I guess, a cut out various magazines and pasted together everything except for the signature of the Joker, which is signed in some sort of red spiral. Yeah, it's, uh, we're not sure. So we wanted to get your opinion on um, uh, what you thought about the note in general and um, any indications that you could tell us in in terms of the cutting and pasting skills involved in making such a note? Yeah, so it's hard to say. Um, I will say because um, in typography there is um, a ransom note effect, actually, that um, when you use a bunch of juxtaposed typefaces together, um, it's, it's used specifically to not be able to tell who made it. Um, so it's really tough to say because anyone could have taken these magazines from any of the art rooms. Um, we have these superior magazines that look like 
Um, they could have been from any of our rooms. Um, so anyone could have made this. So whoever made this knew um, that using this ransom note effect would have kept us guessing. Now the fine motor skills that go into cutting letters, this couldn't just be anyone. We're, we're dealing with a highly skilled person. Is that correct? It's definitely an exacto knife. I can tell you that. They, you're they tell, have you're telling us that an exacto knife was used and not a scissors. Correct. There, there are definitely glue marks from a glue stick. Um, so it appears that whoever did create this note didn't use wet glue. Um, they must have used a glue stick in order to paste these carefully cut out letters to the note. Now, your theory is that this was constructed from materials found in school? Correct. The glue cast off seems careless for someone who's using an X-Acto knife. So that's very curious. Very curious. What about the picture of the Joker? Now, I, I can tell our listeners that this Joker, um, there are several notes, which we'll get to, but this first note has a picture of the Joker from the TV series, the Adam West TV series. It is interesting because we don't have magazines in our art rooms that have like cartoon characters on them. They're like National Geographic's. Several people have put forth the Mad Magazine theory. As the M in Pomelo. Yes. I've also heard People Magazine as the P. Is that... Uh, but that Mad ooh, Magazine... People Magazine, it does look like Pe People Magazine. People Magazine. P. But not everybody has Mad Magazine. Does the art department have Mad Magazine? We do not. I will say I, I do not think that the Joker cutout came from one of the art room magazines. So now it's entirely possible that this was not made in the school, that this was made at home. Correct. Based on the cutting, pasting skills of this note maker, can you give us anything to look for in terms of who might be behind, behind this? Well, I sure would hope it's not a design student. Um, so maybe look at the design rosters and cross-check and... Uh, just eliminate all of Eliminate those. Anyone who's taken design, just throw them out. Yes, correct. So what would be the opposite of a design course? Like, what? maybe we start there. Would accounting be the opposite of the design course? I think opinion? so. I think so. You should check the accounting classes. We will. We're going to get in contact with Mr. Murphy. Yes. We'll get those rosters. So that was the first note that we looked at. And since then, uh, this, this ransom note boonapper uh, has been quite active. And they've sent two more notes since then. So what can you tell us about the three notes now that you're looking at them side by side? You know, it's interesting. I think um, the first and second note look very similar in the way that they cut. Um, there's like a rectangle shape cut around each letter. There's no letter that is cut out um, along the outline of the letter itself. Um, the third letter, however, the, the red letter, um, seems to be cut very different than the other two, which makes me think that either a different person did it um, or their cutting skills are improving since it's the third letter that they've created. Um, but it doesn't look, um, every single letter is cut out on the outline of the letter. There's no rectangle random color behind. There's no background color. It's just the letter cut out on its own. Um, so I think it's made by a different person.
Though at first she was trying to dodge our calls and ignore our emails, we finally heard back from our forensic expert, Ms. Lara Harris, and she agreed, willingly, to take a look at our letters. Here we are talking to Ms. Lara Harris. Thank you for having me back. This is a very serious matter and I'm, I'm happy to be involved. Yeah, so um, first off, I guess we're really excited about uh, the DNA analysis for the glue and the uh, letters. All right, so when you sent me these letters, um, you had asked me to run a couple analyses on them, and I started with DNA. So here's the thing. Um, when you're using a glue stick, your DNA is probably not going to transfer onto the paper. When you're holding the glue stick, you know, your touch DNA may be on the glue stick itself, but unless you're handling the paper with your naked skin, you're not going to then transfer your DNA by way of the glue onto the paper. So I was unable at this point to extract a human DNA profile from the glue itself. So no DNA in the glue. That tells us the person didn't eat the glue either. Right. That's probably a good assumption. Yes. Yes. And we're clear, guys, that glue does not have DNA of its own. We kind of struggled on some DNA stuff in our first case. We've we've improved. Okay. We we understand that. No, I just want to be completely clear. That glue is not a living organism. It It, It is not. Although it is extracted from what was once living beings. In the production of glue, oftentimes collagen is needed, and one of the most abundant sources of collagen to produce this, um, unfortunately, comes from um, animals that are coming from either the meat industry or, unfortunately, horses that have been put down through the equestrian, um, you know, community. So there is going to be some foreign DNA in there that is not typical to the human type. So you're saying that a, a horse is our main suspect? Um... No. I, I'm just trying to clarify that if you did find DNA in the glue sample, it could come from the contributing species to the glue. But not. I don't think a horse would be capable of this type of crime. Okay. Um, but So in, in the bottom corners of each letter, there are pictures of humans. Could you get DNA from the pictures of humans? Um, I, I can see where you're going with this. Um, I, you know, I like that you're now identifying that humans have DNA. However, um, unless this picture was handled directly with, um, you know, the skin of the person who's making the letters, you're not going to get a DNA sample just because it's a picture of a human. So no DNA. So just nothing. Well, there's no human DNA in the glue sample. Now, what about our find about, we found a piece of hair on the second letter. You did. That's, act, that's actually a very exciting find, forensically speaking. So you asked me to analyze the hair, and I can tell you, um, you know, with high confidence that this is uh, a hair that is consistent with human head hair. Um, it looks to be brunette. It does not look to be dyed. This looks like it's a natural color. I can tell that from the medulla and the cortex patterns. Um, I'm sending it out for DNA analysis at the, the root of the hair. Um, this is where you're going to be able to find actual individual DNA that may identify a person, um, but I'm still waiting on those results. What about, what about fingerprints? Okay, so the three letters that you've sent my way, I've had them um, pretty comprehensively test for fingerprints. We have about 
four different techniques that we would be using for identifying a fingerprint on um, a porous material like paper. And after running those samples, I sadly, I was not able to find not even a um, partial fingerprint. And this may indicate that our, um, our criminal is smart enough to wear gloves when handling these pieces of evidence. So what can you tell us about the signature of the Joker? What, what forensics do we get in there? I'm assuming, I mean, going out on a limb that it doesn't have DNA, but... What can you tell us? So you'd be correct about the DNA. Um, This pink pencil that was used to sign the Joker um, on the bottom of each of the papers, um, this this can be submitted for what's called graphology testing. Um, There is a science field that can analyze the way in which people make their letters and the intent behind the way it was written, the emotion of the person doing the writing. You can get some insight into the, the... to the person. Um, This actually would be better um, answered by um, one of our psychology teachers because they can dive into what type of person, what the state of mind was who produced letters of this type. Next time on Boonapt. Very unsettling things to see in the town forest. He has been known to wear wigs in the past. I also want to note they were signed in colored pencil, um, and they were signed in pink. Did you call the police? 